the latest edition of the Delaware Biblecast, a podcast ministry of Delaware Bible Church. My name is Brad Harris. I serve as one of the pastors here on staff at Delaware Bible Church, and I'm your host for today's podcast. And joining me today is a longtime DBC member. Actually, she told me just a few minutes ago they began attending Delaware Bible Church in October of 1968, and that's Marilyn Tainer. Marilyn, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So Marilyn serves as our lead person for Operation Christmas Child here at Delaware Bible Church. We're going to be talking very much about Marilyn's role in that, how she participates through Operation Christmas Child, not only at this time of the year, but throughout the year, and as and about the ministry as a whole. So for those of you who are listening who may not know very much about this ministry, let me just share with you a couple of details about it and about the ministry as a whole. So Operation Christmas Child is a ministry of Samaritan's Purse, and the mission of Operation Christmas Child is to provide God's love in a tangible way to children in need around the world, and together with the local church worldwide to share the good news of Jesus Christ. This project of Samaritan's Purse provides churches and ministries around the world with evangelism and discipleship opportunities to reach children with the gospel. These local ministry partners tell boys and girls about Jesus, God's greatest gift, at outreach events where they distribute shoeboxes filled with toys, school supplies, and hygiene items. Samaritan's Purse began collecting shoebox gifts all the way back in 1993 in response to a request to fill shoeboxes with gifts for children in war-torn Bosnia. Samaritan's Purse President Franklin Graham asked his friend for the late pastor Ross Rhodes of Calvary Church of Charlotte, North Carolina, to help with this request. And within weeks, the church had assembled 11,000 gift-filled shoeboxes. Combined with additional shoebox gifts from Canada, Samaritan's Purse sent a total of 28,000 shoebox gifts for children in Bosnia that Christmas. Now, since 1993, more than 178 million children in over 160 countries and territories have received a shoebox. In the year 2020, through Operation Christmas Child, Samaritan's Purse plans to collect enough shoebox gifts to reach an additional 11 million children in more than 100 countries. This ministry truly leaves an eternal impact. It's shared that every shoebox gift provides an opportunity for both evangelism and discipleship, which leads to the multiplication of new believers and churches around the world. That's done as local Christians are trained through, ministry, through a ministry partner guide, or a 36-page resource, that outlines how to organize a shoebox gift distribution, how to share the gospel in a child-friendly way, and how to invite children to participate in our follow-up discipleship program, The Greatest Journey. These local Christians in these different countries share the gospel through an outreach event, inviting children to trust in Jesus. Then, boys and girls receive a surprise shoebox gift that may be the only present that these boys or girls ever received. Each child also receives a copy of the greatest gift booklet in their language. This is a gospel booklet about the gift of salvation, being in Jesus Christ alone, that is used in over 80 languages. And many shoebox recipients participate in their follow-up discipleship program called The Greatest Journey. Through The Greatest Journey, a 12-week Bible-based course, children come to know Jesus, learn to follow Him, to share the gospel, and to make disciples. 
Since the year 20, 2009, more than 23 million shoebox recipients have participated in The Greatest Journey. Now, after that's over, they attend a graduation celebration, receiving a certificate and a Bible in their language. The Bible includes the New Testament and selected Old Testament stories, along with a dictionary of biblical terms, a map of the Bible lands, and as well, the gospel of Jesus Christ is shared with all attending this event. So, as those who are participating in this event share their shoeboxes, share their gifts that they have here, we can see very clearly it's not simply just a, hey, we're going to give some boxes to some kids um, and we're going to share Jesus with them. The desire through Samaritan's Purse is that this is a full and complete discipleship ministry. So Marilyn, outside of simply having a boxes available here at DBC and collecting them for Operation Christmas Child, as some churches do, our church also does a little bit more with the program. We serve as a drop-off location. So can you explain for us uh, and to those who are listening what additional things we do as a church to support this ministry? Yes, I can. Uh, Delaware Bible Church has been a drop-off location for about 10 years. We started our involvement with OCC when the Friends Church here in town had to give up their location as a drop-off ministry. Jim and I had helped in that um, ministry before, and um, we felt like this was the, what the Lord was leading us to do. Our church has been very supportive of this ministry and helped promote it by sharing the vision from the gospel, or vision from the pulpit. And I have to say that watching these videos of these kids receiving these boxes, even after years, I still cry when I see these little kids getting these boxes. But over and above that, the church orders and pays for the shoe boxes we fill. They pay for the U-Haul to take the loaded cartons to Hilliard to the collection center. Through the years, the youth group has gotten more involved and has a shoebox packing party, usually packing 25 or 30 boxes. Delaware Christian School is involved, and the classes pack boxes as well. well. I would say our church is very supportive of Operation Christmas Child. Well, and with that, as you mentioned the um, videos that you're talking about, for those who are interested, if you were just to go to YouTube and you were to type in Operation Christmas Child, each year, many of the there are many different videos that are posted on there sharing exactly what you're talking about, of children receiving the boxes, of that ministry going on. And I know that some of the missionaries, even from our local fellowship that we support, have participated in being involved in that with the boxes as well. So I would encourage you, hey, if you're interested in seeing exactly the kids getting the boxes and that type of information, check that out on YouTube. And one of my favorite days is always, always, always uh, the Monday when we collect the boxes where I get to go down with Ray Jacobs and Jim Tainer, and we have a ball going down there and uh, delivering those boxes, going to Chick-fil-A for lunch, and we always have fun doing that. So, Marilyn, you also serve as the Operation Christmas Child rep for our area, the representative. What's your official title and tasks and roles that you are responsible for? Okay, first let me say that after 30 years of being a Sunday school teacher, a nursery worker, a VBS worker at Delaware Bible, the Lord kind of led me away from those things into Operation Christmas Child. And like I said, I was involved for several years before we became uh, a drop-off center, and now I am the drop-off team leader. That means I'm responsible for promoting OCC, ordering and providing materials the church uses, being in charge of collection week. We're open two hours a day, the third week of November. 
I'm responsible for counting and tabulation of the number of shoeboxes collected from all church, our church, and all the families, churches, organizations that drop their shoeboxes off at Delaware Bible. Last year, that was 1,801 boxes. On the Monday before Thanksgiving, when all the tabulations are done, my husband Jim, Ray, and Pastor Brad take the boxes to Hilliard, where they are loaded on a semi and taken to North Carolina for final processing. Brad, what do you see as the church's role? So, yeah, I appreciate you asking that. As a church, um, I feel like with Operation Christmas Child, um, as we look at our different outreach ministries here within our church, it's a unique opportunity that we really don't participate in too much in any other way throughout the year, and that it's a global outreach ministry that we can support and be a part of that isn't directly involved with our supported missionaries. Additionally, alongside of that, it's a local ministry to our church and an engagement opportunity with those around us. And there are some unbelievers that walk into our building that fill out a box. Either they maybe see it at Hobby Lobby as they have some boxes, they know about the ministry, that kind of a thing. And we're able to tell them about our church. We're able to uh, be able to encourage them in that way. And as well, it's an opportunity for us to support a solid ministry. Uh, Samaritan's Purse is one whom we would say faithfully proclaims and shares the gospel. Uh, They faithfully continue to help other people during uh, trials that they're going through, whether it be a natural disaster, whether it be um, in poverty, such as we would often see with this ministry or other things such as that. And it's a real opportunity for us as well to just on a consistent basis and I think this is an important thing as we look to invite others to come to our church and different things, to be able to get them familiar with our building and get them familiar with who we are and what we're about and those type of things. And Marilyn, before we jumped on here, you had shared with me about someone uh, who recently talked to you about Operation Christmas Child and a t-shirt you were wearing with it. Can you share with us about that? Yes, this morning I happened to be at the doctor's office and I had on a t-shirt that said, I packed a shoebox. And this lady sitting across from me said, does your church shirt say I packed a shoebox? And I said, yes. And she said, is that the Franklin Graham program? And I explained that it was and explained our church's role in that. And she said, well, I've never packed a shoebox before, but this year I'm going to. And I said, do you have boxes? And she said, yes, I do. And I asked her if she needed any information. And she said she did not. But I gave her my card and told her to call me if she had any questions And the funny thing about the whole conversation was, as we talked, I discovered she was June Dyer, our longtime member's uh, nephew's wife. So it was an interesting conversation. And um, but there again, it was someone who had never packed a box before. That's that's neat to see. And June Dyer, for those who may not know, is the last remaining charter member of our church here within the area. She still lives within Delaware City. She often follows along in the streams and joins us from time to time at DBC as well. So you have uh, been serving as the lead coordinator for this ministry. Actually, since we started doing it, you shared with me here at OCC or at DBC. How did you originally get involved with this ministry? Well, originally because Jim and I had offered to help at the Friends Church when they had their drop-off. Um, my boss, Dave Bowerly, was involved with that one. And he got me interested, and we started doing it. And then there came a time after a few years, their church had to stop. And uh, so I was, you know, he asked if we would consider taking it over. And 
I talked to Pastor, and he was certainly willing, so that's how we got involved. But I'm also a year-round church relations team member, and that means I keep in touch with and support all the churches who drop their boxes off here. It means I contact churches in the area to encourage them to participate. Many churches don't understand the opportunity can be made available to their people without using their church missions budget. And though that's a wonderful use of mission funds, it's certainly not necessary. And a great way is just to provide materials and show the videos and give people the opportunity to decide whether or not they want to be involved. The team I'm part of also goes to churches to speak for OCC. And this year, we're considering churches to consider shoeboxes for their VBS program. That's, a, that's an interesting one. I hadn't thought about that with a vacation Bible school program. And so with it, I know one of the things that you do as well is that you often call and contact all these churches that uh, maybe not be involved. Or as well, you were sharing with me earlier, hey, checking in, do you guys need anything? How are things going? That type of thing as well. Just making sure that you're serving and being a, a strong partner there for them. So speaking here of our ministry here at DBC, we shared, you know, kind of the hope and the role that we can serve in this way. But what's your hope for DBC and how DBC can partner alongside of this ministry specifically? Well, when my family started shoe packing shoeboxes, I packed with my children and then I packed with my grandchildren and now my great-grandchildren are involved. And we realized that with a $9 packing um, fee that the, or shipping fee that sometimes people cannot pack and ship. And so we're thankful for the church and the school. And, but we're also aware that there are ways you can participate that doesn't involve both the cost of the shipping and the box. So lots of times you can pair off with somebody if you don't feel like you can. This year is particularly hard because people can't get out to shop. But if you don't feel like you can get out to shop, if you want to pay for packing or for shipping for someone else's box, you can also go online from the comfort of your home and pack a shoebox online. Um, it's, a, it's a ministry where you can be involved at any time of the year and I mean, obviously, the focus is on November and shoeboxes, but you can give any time of the year. You can buy all year long. We have totes at our house, and every time we find a buy for shoeboxes, we put it in. Um, I would like to see the uh, possibility of our church considering VBS as a mission. But um, the other thing is I want, and I'm not sure how to better explain to people, that it is not just a shoebox. It is an opportunity where children are given the opportunity to hear the gospel. Everyone who gets a shoebox hears the gospel. For every 100 shoeboxes passed out, 21 children accept the Lord. Every 14 seconds, someone accepts the Lord because of the ministry of Samaritan's Purse. So it's a very important ministry. There is always follow-up. They're not just given the opportunity to accept the Lord and then drop off the face of the earth. I mean, there are people there who mentor them and help them. Uh, we have had speakers here who received shoeboxes, and they just tell wonderful stories of how Bible clubs started and Sunday school started and all these things in their villages because of receiving a shoebox. 
Yeah, that, that's encouraging to hear. And I think uh, as you share that, it's important for folks to remember, as you said, it's not just another Christmas gift. Uh, it can be that, and that's a good thing if they were to put in your, their budget each year, hey, we're going to do three or four boxes maybe or however many they could do financially uh, because of that. But it doesn't have to be that. And as well, I know that you have encouraged us, um, and we've placed in the bulletin or different things as well, that folks can really be involved in this ministry by maybe um, getting things at other times in the year where you might see them on sale or, or that type of thing. And as Marilyn mentioned, several of the resources available for OCC, such as packing a box online, we do want to share with you their information as well so you can make sure if you're interested in doing something like that, that you get it to the right spot, or that you go to the right spot, and that's SamaritansPurse.org. If you were to go to that site, they will have a tab right there for Operation Christmas Child, or you could as well just Google or whatever search engine you use, um, Operation Christmas Child Samaritans Purse, and that will get you to where you need to go as well. So do you have any, for those who are either attending our church or listening in, and you know they see the shoeboxes out on Sunday mornings, or they call and request one during the week, and they grab one. Any helpful tips or ideas for those who are packing boxes here within the church? Absolutely, I love packing shoeboxes. School supplies are always wonderful: pens, pencils, crayons, single-subject notebooks, solar calculators, flexible rulers, colored pencils, pencil sharpeners, coloring books. All those kind of things. Lots of these countries, a box of crayons costs $5, and sometimes parents' average salary is a dollar a day. So if you had three kids you wanted to put in school, you could not afford crayons. That's all there is to it. So personal items, toothbrush, no toothpaste. We can't send anything that has to do with food or anything that goes in your mouth. A bar of soap, a washcloth, a glass, a comb. Um, remember, no liquids. It would be horrible if you put in a thing of body wash and it broke and ran through and ruined an entire carton full of um, shoe boxes. I'm also sure that Pastor Aaron would appreciate if people just wanted to pick up some things and drop them off that the youth group could use for their packing parties. Um, also, sometimes we have people bring in things and say, I had these left over or this is more than I really want and I don't have any place to store it, but if anybody needs anything in their box, you're welcome to use it. And we don't go through people's boxes. We don't mess with the integrity of the box because they packed that and hopefully they prayed for those child who receives that box. But we do have people who come in and say, I just didn't know what else to put in or, you know, can I do? And I'd say, well, would you like a toothbrush or would you like some crayons? Or, And quite often they're very thankful to receive those things. Our older ladies group who does the sewing quite often have sewing kits and they provide those to put in shoe boxes. So there are many, many ways you can help. So you may be sitting there um, at home as I have done after maybe a VBS event or a church event and you had a lot of extra, maybe some extra soccer balls, some extra packages of crayons or that kind of a thing. Uh, things that we don't really think much about even if you cannot pack a shoebox in and of itself, you could bring those in. And even if we don't specifically use them in a box, um, the other thing that we can do is send them down with the boxes that we have. And they take all those items as well, and then they fill them up and they use those things too. So 
that I find that very interesting that something such as crayons that I would go to Walmart and purchase and not think anything about would cost just a monumental amount more there. That's, a, that's an interesting stat there as well as many others that you shared there. So as you serve in this lead role here for our church, let me ask you this. Are there any specific things that those who are listening uh, could pray for you about or could pray specifically for this ministry about? Absolutely. My prayer requests for the shoebox ministry this year are many. First of all, pray for the health of our volunteers. Because of COVID, packing boxes is more difficult for many people. We're concerned that we may not have as many boxes. Shopping can be an issue. Stores don't seem to have as much to choose some. So pray for a good number of boxes. Pray and pack. Collection week this year is going to be totally different from anything we have ever experienced. It is to be curbside drop-off with as few people in the building as possible. Pray it will work smoothly. Pray the weather will be good for being outside. Pray we'll have enough people to be able to keep up with the busy times. Drop-off has to be in the evening during the school week, so by 6 o'clock it will be dark. Pray we'll have good lighting to see what we're doing. Um, I still have to keep all the written records from each church group and individual who drops off boxes. Pray for efficient, neat method of storing cartons during the week. We usually use the gym lobby, but this year our drop-off is at the front entrance. Last year we had 123 cartons. A carton holds approximately 16 shoeboxes, so that's a lot of space. Um, pray for just the logistics of changing everything and getting the signs up. And for people who come that have come for years and come to the gym entrance, that they will not have trouble finding us. Yeah, that's, uh, that's one of the things. You know, we put all the signs and everything out. We put everything out straight. And this is where it's going to be. And then people are used to going to the gym entrance every year. And, of course, they change it. But it was especially, I found it exciting last year, having to... Uh, rent a bigger U-Haul truck because we had so many boxes that came in and then having all the high school, middle school boys come out and help load those up. It's always a, a fun time there on that Monday. So a couple of uh, notes there, as you mentioned there. So things do have to look a little bit different as pretty much everything does due to COVID-19 right now. And the reason for that is due to the Ohio Department of Education and the standards that we have to have as a school we unfortunately can't have people come into the building uh, during operating or office hours, that kind of a thing this year, unless they're either a pastor, unless they are um, serving or a parent, or if they are a church guest, we can have people in. But that being said, we can't open the doors quite in the same way. So the week before Thanksgiving, Monday, November 6th, going to Monday, November 23rd, is when we're going to, again, be participating in this ministry. And that Monday through Friday, it's going to be from 6 to 8 p.m. So it'll just be in the evenings. We used to rotate and have some different hours and times. Now it's just going to be 6 to 8 p.m. Now there will be different hours, some availability if you can't make those times on uh, the Saturday, the Sunday, and the Monday. And we will have all those details available at DelawareBible.org the hours, that kind of a thing. They're also available, again, at the Samaritan's Purse website, which is samaritanspurse.org. As we talk about this ministry, um, Marilyn gave me some different facts, 
and statistics specifically about the ministry. And I just want to, as we close our time, share with you some of those highlights there. So these are some Operation Christmas Child highlights. And right at the top of the highlights that they give, they say this, that 1.9 billion children in the world are below the age of 15. This is 25% of the world's population that potentially has the opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ through a gift-filled shoebox. And again, as we shared, it's not simply an evangelism opportunity. They also open the door for discipleship opportunities as well. In the year 2019, over 10.5 million shoebox gifts were collected worldwide, 8.9 million of those coming from the U.S. In the year 2020, the collection goal is 9.2 million here in the U.S. and 11 million worldwide. So they're hoping to continue to add to their totals there. Now, there are more than 15,000 year-round Connect volunteers worldwide, over 9,000 serving in the U.S., just like Maryland, and nearly 6,000 overseas. There's 471 volunteer area teams that are active around the U.S., and with that, there are nearly 5,000 drop-off locations who receive shoeboxes during National Collection Week. So we're one of 5,000 but we are one of the few in our area that are doing so. And I believe the only one in our county that's doing so. A National Collection Week, as we shared there, is annually on the third week of November. And through that ministry, we'll have over 100,000 volunteers serving in the U.S. during that week, with 260,000 volunteers serving overseas. Some evangelism and discipleship statistics a total of 218,501 teachers of the greatest journey. Again, that's the the evangelism and discipleship material that they shared were trained in 2019. 1.1 million teachers through this ministry have been trained since 2009. 4.3 million children participated in the greatest journey in 2019 and 23.2 million have been enrolled since 2009. Of that, 3.1 million children graduated in 2019, that being a 71% graduation rate since 2009, with a total of 16.6 million graduating in that time. Now, the one that I'm most uh, encouraged to share with you about then is the final statistic I'll share which is 2.2 million children reporting a decision to follow Jesus Christ as Savior through this ministry in 2019, and 11.2 million since 2009. So again, through this ministry, millions of children have come to Christ. And again, it's not simply just another Christmas gift. It's not simply a, it doesn't have to simply be a one once a year type thing. It can be something that you are continually participating in throughout the year as they continue to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And if you're sitting there and you're thinking, I really want to participate this year. I just can't go out to the store. I'm taking a lot of extra precautions right now. Again, remember, you can go to SamaritansPurse.org and you can find out more information there about how you can participate or you can pay to either support the ministry or to build shoeboxes on there as well. Again, we thank Marilyn for joining us today. We thank you for listening in. And Lord willing, we hope to see you and hear from you again next week. Have a great week.